Welcome to the Live Right Now podcast with author, speaker, and chef Wendell Fowler and me, the official ringer of the Fiber Bell, producer Alan. This is where food and faith come together in a recipe for mindful living as we talk about how we can live right now. So here we are again. Welcome back. Chef Wendell Fowler. Hello, everybody. Producer Alan. Fiber Bell. We're all here. And two dogs. They're very quiet. If you hear the dogs, we're going to leave it in. So That's right. That's fine. Dogs got to be dogs. That's right. And people have to be people. And as people are, it turns out that we're lacking something kind of important in our diet. And this is one of the things that we want to talk about today. Magnesium. Magnesium. Something you don't hear about. You know, it's like vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin B, C, B12, all these things are really, you hear that name a lot, but you don't hear about the trace minerals, the really small increment. The only thing I... I, Microdoses. The only thing I've heard of of magnesium is milk of magnesium. Milk of magnesium. (laughs) (laughs) It's good for that, but it's good for a lot of other things, too. I'm not sure that's the best delivery system for magnesium. I guess it's a good one, but not the best. I mean, if you need it for that... That, it's great indeed yeah but there's a lot of other things your body needs magnesium for too oh, in indeed. fact oh, gosh, yeah. I mean most of us are, are really lacking this I was looking over some studies that you sent me and one says you know, up to 90 percent so it says more than 50 percent but you know we're all lacking this important mm-hmm. mineral so what does it do well magnesium it, if you look at it from a, a research point of view you look at America right now, heart disease, Alan, it's just crazy heart disease. I mean, how many people do you know in your life that have had some sort of heart event? Uh, and it's like one of the leading causes of, of men and women. It was right up there at the top. Well, it's almost as bad as you know, if you don't know somebody, then it's probably you. <laughs> well, yeah, unfortunately, that's true. And, and I've always, not always, just in the last five years, it really ching with me that the reason we're having so many diseases in America is because we are deficient in so many various nutri- vitamins um, and nutrition. We're, we're starving. Our, our cells are starving. So heart disease is right there at the top. Uh, that's one of the main things. Heart um, Deficiency symptoms of magnesium. Let's say you're, well, am I deficient in magnesium? Well, I don't know. Probably. Well, you hear me some <laughs> sy- symptoms here. And, and that would be heart disease, number one, um, high blood pressure, arrhythmia, dizziness, probably from the arrhythmia. <laughs> Um, fatigue, anxiety, and panic attacks, and surprisingly enough, ED, erectile dysfunction. We used to have men coming into the, we, I worked at an Ayurvedic facility for a while, and these guys would run in and go to the doctor and immediately want some blue pills. And the doctor would say, no, 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 before you do that, we're going to give you some magnesium, some manganese, and some zinc. And we would give this to the people and say, please try this first before you go to the pill, whatever, I go for ED. And well, if you give that back. pill to them and just color it blue, then... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, blue magnesium pills. Yeah. But they would come back to their next uh, appointment, like Tom Cruise sliding across the floor, go, yay, I'm back, the cheering, going, you know. <laughs> so basically, it wasn't a problem other than vitamin deficiency. And so you can see that vitamin deficiency in America is just straight across the board, and heart disease is right there at the top. You know, the Journal of Intensive Care Medicine indicated long-term magnesium deficiency makes you twice, twice, Alan as likely to die as other people. This just blows my mind. Well, that's as good a reason as anything I think of to eat or oh. consume more magnesium. Well, absolutely. Well, there's many, many reasons. I'll, I'll give you a list here, a little bit here. But this really was mind-boggling. A 10-year study found that low magnesium levels contributed more to heart disease than did cholesterol or even saturated fats. Really? So it's so, people, I can see why people get confused. There's so many mixed messages out there. 
the people finally go, I give up. I'm not going to, they're so confusing. I'm just going to eat what I want and that's it. And they die. And they, when they know that they had the, they had a, a better well, choice. And that's what we're here for to kind of help straighten exactly. some things out. To, to clear up the muddy waters. But you know, today's food has significantly much less nutrition than it did even 50 years ago, let alone a hundred years ago. So even if we ate a lot of foods with magnesium in it, we're not going to be getting as much as we could be getting. And so, it's and it's not that hard. I mean, hmm. you know, look at foods like spinach. I mean, oh yeah, spinach. I mean, one of the most common vegetables in <laughs> you know a healthy diet. Uh, pumpkin seeds is another one mm-hmm. that I. Oh, very good. Yes, uh, indeed. I forgot. Soybeans. About pumpkin seed. Yeah, soybeans. As long as they're not GMO, let's stay away from GMO soybeans, friends. Sure, and a lot of the nuts too. Brazil nuts mm-hmm. uh, being very high. Um, brown rice. That's not a hard thing to put into your diet. No, brown you rice? you can get a little every day with your meals and use brown rice instead of potatoes, and that's an example. Sure, I mean, a lot of people love artichokes. That's another mm-hmm. one high. Artichokes. And uh, wild salmon. You'll find that in a lot of seafood. Wild salmon is a, a, a good one. Think about what you get with that wild salmon. The last show we did omegas. Right. It's loaded with omega-3, so you know, that's a all, great way. Uh, all kinds of good things in the seafood. Absolutely. Avocados have magnesium in them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to like this. Dark chocolate. Well, see. <laughs> I think, I think you've got them hooked now. Dark oh, yeah. chocolate. And then dates. That's kind of like my new thing lately. I've been making everything with dates. Well, it's been a lot of people's thing lately. It's, uh, you see more and more about dates uh, if you look around. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. I see the end caps at the grocery store now. Uh, they used to bury the dates someplace in the, in the produce department. You had to look really hard. Now they're on the end caps of a grocery stores, and boom, they're just jumping right out at you. And they've been around for thousands of years. Oh, it's nothing. Food the Bible? from the Bible, absolutely. absolutely. Well, what was it? we with like ancient Egyptians? Uh, it goes back to Iran uh, a long time ago. And ancient Egyptians, I think we talked about, used to make date wine. And you're going back three, four thousand years ago. So, by the way, if we, anybody listening to this could make date wine, I would love to try it. <laughs> Please let us know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you know, we just need to. You ask me, you know about dates. They were discovered thousands of years ago, and they were already then known to have healing powers. And, and while science has proved that for sure, we, we like to eat them mostly because they're delicious. They're super sweet, got a lot of plant sugar in them. But according to history, a date palm is known to have come from what is now Iraq. However, the Egyptians were known to have made wine and, and, and dates a lot earlier. So they, were, they knew what we haven't known for you know all these years. We, why weren't we told this stuff? You know, if this knowledge has been around, that's one of my biggest things. Is the people listening to this podcast, they so much information has been withheld from these people that they're not able to live the full life. That they can never reach their highest potential because our food we're, we're limited to a small menu of foods, zucchini, you know, the same old, same old all the time. And and otherwise, uh, we're kind of malnourished, big guy. Well, what can we do about it then? Wake up. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, yes. Waking up. A lot of people are waking up. You've seen it, Alan. Oh, absolutely. I'm waking up. You're waking up. A lot of people are waking up. They don't even know they're waking up. But I think as this occurs, people are starting to realize the value of food. We kind of forget how important food is to other than just ephemeral entertainment uh, instead of what feeds our cells, what what brings DNA information to our cells that then our cells turn around and use to rebuild, restore, sustain, uh, and keep our holy temple, earth suit, whatever you want to call it, uh, in perfect shape. And But, um, you, get, you know, it's like building a house without tools. If you don't give them good quality tools, then you know, the house is going to be rickety. And that's kind of what's happening here. No, we've lost touch with ourselves. You know, we, we've just gotten away from 
what it feels like to be clear-headed, to, mm-hmm. to be aware of ourselves, to be able to, to think mm-hmm. without all of the, the chemicals that we put on ourselves <sighs> these days. And you know, if you just stop and you're aware, mm-hmm. if you can think a little bit more about what's going on, even in this very moment, mm-hmm. you'll realize that with the things that we have in our body, we're maybe a, a little more fuzzy than mm-hmm. if you know. If think back to when you're a kid, mm-hmm. when you know maybe you haven't had all. Well, kids these days are you know they're full of soda and pop tarts and and all of that. But you know when when we were young, there was a lot less of that, oh, and gosh, you know, yes. we were eating yeah. apples for snacks, mm-hmm. and we were. I mean, coming home, I, I would eat you know navel oranges mm-hmm. you know, by the handful mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. and to be able to you know to think of how it felt then compared to how it feels mm-hmm. to most people now, I think. Well, we don't know how good we could possibly feel. We can't reach our highest potential because, and the thing is, we think this is normal. We don't think this is anything aberrant, the fact that we're diminished in nutrition. That's what these little kids, you give them a Pop-Tart and a Diet Coke and go out to school in the morning, that's normal to them. They don't know that they're diminished. They don't know that they're not reaching. They just think this is normal. And when the sugar crash comes, they get cranky and we complain that our kids are out of control. Absolutely. We've seen it. I've seen parents smack their kids. When they, after they gave them something sweet and blamed the kid instead of blaming the parent for making a bad choice. You know, like you've heard me talk about Pop-Tarts, you know, I I call them poop tarts. tarts. <laughs> That's a form of child abuse. Now, I held up a, on our show, on um, we, I've had this show on this TV station now for about 16 years, and one day you cracked up because I was talking about Pop-Tarts. I called them poop tarts on air, and my producer's going, whoa, whoa, in my ear, and I took a knife and drove, drove it through the box of Pop-Tarts to vilify and to call the parents out. So, Mom, Dad, if you give poop tarts to your kids, it's a form of child abuse. If you could just be more mindful. That's a good word. Perfect word. And and not just of what you're eating, but how what you're eating makes you feel. How what you're eating does to how you think. Because if you're thinking more clearly, if you're eating better, then your mind is clearer. You're able to be more present, more in the moment, more able to enjoy your life Mm -hmm. right now. And that's a lot of people are missing that. Yes, they are. We were never taught that. See, it's like the standard American diet is a failed template. It's proven by JAMA and and Lancet both that 45% of all deaths from diabetes, stroke, heart disease, and cancer can be attributed to the poor American diet. We just don't know any better. We've never educated. We never got this information instilled out. When they said, they said, oh, just eat this. Don't ask questions. This is going to keep you healthy. When in actuality, it wasn't. So again, vitamin deficiency is what's causing our big problem here right now. And magnesium. And, and lack of education, I guess. And, and the magnesium is, as we were talking about. And that's the magnesium. Absolutely. Well, think about weight. Dates, here's what dates are great for. Weight loss. The fibers. So obviously... Wait. Obviously, obviously. fiber bill. Fiber keeps the old rivers just a flowing from point A to point fiber. B. That's right. Well, and which leads us to relieving constipation and supporting regular bowel movements. Dates are great for preventing hemorrhoids, ugh, reducing colitis, and preventing colon cancers. Uh, I think we mentioned before that dates also uh, lower blood pressure, promote heart health, and reduce risk of heart disease. And a lot of people have iron deficiency anemia. So we grab the pan, and so that's another thing too. Um, impotence, we talked about that, and then it also promotes respiratory help and subdues the fires of arthritis. So is there anything that dates don't do? I know. Well, they don't fill me up that quick because I like to eat a lot of them. No, they're delicious. I love my dates. I got a dessert for you later on I'm gonna make for you that's just 
made from dates and nuts and seeds and all this sort of stuff. And I'm going to dip it in a little bit of chocolate. So see, we're getting a double magnesium whammy. We don't realize how easy it is if you just, the knowledge, I mean, there's potassium in dates, there's magnesium, B6, niacin, calcium, phosphorus, and iron. I mean, it's like a vitamin pill. This is what God wanted, you know? God didn't want us to grasp the hand of God and make something fake and pass it off as wholesome. That's why we're all so sick. We've been eating a, a diminished diet of, as Michael Pollan calls it, um, edible food-like substances. <laughs> so some cackling alchemist is dancing around in the laboratory going, I outsmarted God and I created a, a, something that he could, and so why do I need God? Well, <laughs> Look what I made. I'll yeah. bet they'll eat this. I'm sick as hell, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it only takes little changes. It doesn't. You don't have that's, to make big no, changes. No, no. That's. I think the, that scares people too. That's the big thing that I, I run into mm -hmm. when I start talking to people about this. Yeah. Is, well, but I don't want to change my whole diet. I don't want to start eating all. You don't have to. Mm -hmm. And what you are going to change too, a lot of times is not just good for you, but good tasting mm -hmm. too. Fear. Fear of something new. People don't like to change. You know, when you ask somebody to change their diet, you're actually basically, basically asking them to change their religion. It's so deeply rooted in their DNA. I mean, those first seven years of our life that, that Carl Jung said, where we develop everything, it's hard to break those. Those habits are tattooed on your brain. It's hard to get rid of. So that's why it's hard for us to change. We don't. Plus, I like change. I think change is necessary. But some people like things just as they are. Thank you. <laughs> don't ask. Well, sometimes change is not a good thing. For the sake of change, I mean, if you yeah, want change, change for the, the sake, sake of change, of change but that's not it? what we're talking about. We're, we're talking, talking about, about evolution. We're talking about evolving into a higher version of ourselves. We're not able to do that without the tools uh, that we build our house up with. And this is why we're so deficient. I mean, you can track all this anger in the society and the rage that we're seeing right now in the society right now to nutritional uh, deficiencies. And magnesium is one of the big ones right here. So dates is a great way to get it. What can we do with dates? Oh, gosh almighty. Um, <clears throat> some people get crazy and put cream cheese and dip them in uh, crazy stuff. But I, I just like to eat them by himself. I'll put them in the food processor and pulse them with some uh, peanut butter that I get at the whole, the whole food store. And it comes out, block, block, block. So hmm. I've got good, good vitamin and nutrition there, good protein, dates. Then I put some chia seeds in it, some flax seed. Some Wal walnuts. Well, why, why would you put chia and flaxseed? Because they're loaded with fiber. Oh, oh. Fiber. <laughs> Sorry, fiber had to get that in there. Of, the bell of fiber consciousness strikes again. But there's so many ways. Cut them up and put them in a salad. Make a dessert. I make a, a date crust out of them. Hi, guys. All right, you got it out of your system? Okay, thank you. Uh, I will make a date crust. All it is is one cup of dates and one cup of nuts. I don't care what nut you want. Put them in a food processor. Pulse, pulse, pulse. Turn it into a coarse thing. Get a pie pan, line the pie pan with this, and push your fingers out like you're making a pie shell. And then put whatever pie filling you want into it. Not and then the kind let, from a can. Nothing from a can. Oh, no, no, no. We don't want cans. Um, I mean, if for no other reason than all of the extra sugar that they put in that. Well, the, the tin leaches in, the BPA and the can lining. Let me start on BPA. I mean, it keeps getting approved by Congress. It's in tandem with reports coming out that BPA causes god-awful cancers and breast cancer. It just, just goes on. This is the insanity we have to cut through. You've got to love yourself not to want to kill yourself. You know, you, you, you are the sole architect of your health. So we just need to relearn how to eat all over again. We've kind of been misled, Alan. You know, we're, we, we, there's a lot of people out there that don't care too much about our health. They just want to make a buck. And therefore, they're going to tell you anything you want to hear in order to get you by it. So we need to get past that. Eat closer to earth, which we're going to beat the drum a lot in this segment. Eat closer to earth. 
eat more plant foods, and then feed your cells the food that it, they recognize. We've put in alien foods. Look at the autoimmune problems we have in America right now. Everybody's got some kind of autoimmune. Well, that's your body attacking itself. You're putting so many alien foods in there that you know, creation had no intention of us eating in this fashion. So when our cells go, our trillions of cells go, hey, what's this? Well, I can't do anything with that. So we become deficient and then our cells are unable to rebuild us, restore us, we age quicker, we get disease set in. So we are the number one cause of, our, of disease. Our choices are the number one cause of why we get disease. So, but then we can't blame ourselves because we've been misled. So don't beat yourself up because you're making bad decisions or because you've got diabetes or because you're magnesium deficient. You didn't know any better. I love you folks. Don't punish yourself. Don't be fearful. Just educate yourself. Go to the grocery. Spend a little more time at the grocery. Try well, a few new things. A lot of this comes down to what we what we're comfortable with. You know, staying with what you know. Mm -hmm. um, but comfortable he, with disease, Alan? <laughs> I'd rather not. Thank no, you. No, I'm no, I'm saying well, people people go. Hey, I don't mind. It's God's will. I got disease. I don't think it's God's will that you got disease. God created us perfect. He created us to express perfect health. I doubt if a perfect God would create an imperfect thing, and 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 spend our lives suffering and being sick. It's only because we've devout we've departed the road of nutritional righteousness. We're eating from a factory rather than from God's celestial apothecary. Well, as they used to right tell there. us as kids, God don't create junk. No, that's true. <laughs> but they'd like for you to think so because, uh, oh, I'm a man. God gave me the knowledge to, to, to subdue nature. Well, to, to subdue nature perhaps, but not to make an aberration of it. No, or a mockery. And, you know, you can't graft the hand of God. To think, for man to think that he's able to understand the mechanics of a universe that is totally, we could, don't even have it, we are incapable of understanding the universe we live in. But yet to think that they can outsmart the, the, the mechanics of the universe is just false hubris. It's just terrible, man. So, but it makes people a lot of money. <laughs> well, but you know, man's ego leads to many of his problems. And, I gotta admit, you're and, right. And yeah. this is this is where our nutritional problem, in some ways, has come come down to. Absolutely, people don't want to face their ego, do they? Or nor do they want to face their problems, and they'll eat their way through it with mm -hmm. a lot of this junk instead of thinking about what they're putting in their body. Well, a lot of it's emotional eating too, Alan. Don't don't you think in fearful times like we live in right now that people get ephemeral pleasure and relief? Like, if I eat a piece of chocolate cake, I'm going to feel real good for a while because it opens up your opiate pathways and it creates dopamine like salt, sugar, fat, all the things that they're proving does. So you feel good temporarily, So, but it goes away. So you eat another one and you feel good temporarily. It's this incredible cycle. We eat our fears, we eat our anxiety, we, 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 we find solace in really crappy food because it's been proven it makes your body create dopamine. <laughs> so. It may feel good, but it's certainly not good for your body. No, it's just temporary. It's, it's without thinking. You know, no, we're not supposed to think about the future, but we need to respect our bodies enough that the now that we live in is the best now we could possibly be living in. Yesterday's past. It's a memory. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. So all we have is now. I want to feel the best I can right now because that's all I got. So there's no more waiting for the future and saying, hey, I'll wait till I get to be 30 or 40. Uh -uh. Disease sets in in your 20s and 30s, just doesn't manifest and come out until you hit your 50s and 60s. But they're finding heart disease, Alzheimer's, all the diseases that we normally get in 50, 60 years old now are occurring in the 20 to 30 year old people because they eat nothing but a, a dead diet, a low vibrational diet all their lives. And to them, that's normal. They don't know 
how much better they can feel. If they can only know there's a few more rungs on the ladder, the life they do is just change their ways just a little bit more, and they're going to find a new version of themselves they never thought they could have. I didn't know I could do half the stuff that I'm doing right now until I stopped eating against my nature. When I started eating with nature, based on my cosmic design, I became, I was a chef and I was a good one. Um, but then I found out I could write books. I found out I could lecture. I found out I could write a syndicated column. And then I found out I could hold down a, a TV segment on a major TV station in Indianapolis for 16 years. I would not have been able to do this if I hadn't unblocked my gifts. And once I started eating better, opportunity, the universe just flowed through me like, like a clear bunch of chakras. I was just purring like a kitten. All these doors started open. When you submit and give in and live your life the way the universe asks you to live it or expects you to live it or design you to live it, you become the truest version of yourself and it is so beautiful. And when people come up to me who have done this, they go, oh my God, I didn't know I could feel so good. And you get goosebumps up and down your arms. You know, I had a lady at, um, at the local power facility here in our city. Seven years in a row, I lectured the employees. And so each year, you, kind of, you see the same people. It's kind of fun. You love going back. And there's like three or two, three hundred people in one class. I had four classes of about 200 people in each one. I was pretty beat. But this one lady saw me and she goes, Oh, Chef Wendell, Chef Wendell. She, she was running toward down the hallway. She hadn't, we hadn't seen each other in a year. She came up and there were tears, Alan, flowing down her cheeks. I was like, Oh, wow, where's, where's this going? You know, I was so happy. Well, are you okay, honey? She goes, I just got to tell you, you challenged us last year in our class, in your class, to pick three things and quit them. Quit them. And I gave them a list. She stopped drinking diet sodas. She started eating more fruits and vegetables. And she cut back on her sugar. And yeah, more fruits. And, yeah, those three things right there. She, she looks at me and, and those tears were still pouring down. She goes, my husband chases me around the house now like I'm a bride again. My, my two sons, who just used to never like being with mom at all, and would do everything they could to get away with her, they like hanging out with me now. My friends have noticed there's a change in me. And she goes, you know, and she lowered her voice like she was ashamed to say it. She goes, and I feel closer to God. Whoa! So what was happening was those weren't tears of anything but pure joy and bliss. She was so excited. She couldn't wait to share with me how much better of a person, a complete person she was simply by denying more of those poisons coming into her body and eating more from earth the way creation asks us to eat. We have an apothecary. You know, no pill is going to cure your rails. Mother Nature spent billions of years perfecting her healing and health-sustaining garden apothecary. So for us to think that we can do better is just, it's kind of, it's embarrassing. I see these people thinking, I can do that. I go, nah, you can't do it. I'm sorry. You're just deluding yourself. <laughs> it's mm. true. It's true. And just being We're an arrogant being species, a, aren't we? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, I, I've met a few of those. We're beautiful. We're beautiful. You know, but, but we're, we're, as, we're as good as we are bad. It's just which wolf do you feed? You know, you want to be the best, then you've then you got to do some homework. You've got to realize that you control your just destiny. You know, well, not, I mean, not Poppin' Fresh or, or Tony the Tiger or Betty Crocker. You well, know. I mean, there, there's, there's a light inside each of us that's oh, trying to get out. If we would just down. pay attention to what's going on Absolutely. right now, if we could stop looking at the past, stop mm -hmm. looking at the future, and look at the opportunities oh. that are right in front of us. Preach. And a lot of that has to do with taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Eat your magnesium. Yeah. Plant-based diet, like you 
like you were always talking about, and like we, we're going to hard. keep talking about and talking about and talking about, maybe somebody will start listening and you'll have more people who come to you and say, mm -hmm. you know, Wendell, you've changed my life. We're planting a seed. They may not do something right away, but it's, it's there at least. It's in their subconscious. They're going to make, it's a marathon, right? It's not a sprint. You know, this is going to take a while. They just have to remember that when you plant a seed, this, if the seed stays a seed, it will never become a tree, a plant. Mm -hmm. the, the seed has to crack. So there, there is some mm -hmm. pain involved in this, oh, but you absolutely. have to be willing to go through that so that the seed cracks, the seed mm -hmm. is completely destroyed, but in the process, something completely new grows. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, it reminds me of um, what we do when we're learning right now. We're like, um, we're like a, um, a bamboo plant, okay? Bamboo is like one big plant when you see a foursome. So under the, under the ground, for five years, a ban bamboo grows under the ground. You don't think anything is going on. You go, when's this going to bloom? When's it going to blossom? But what you don't know is the growth is going on under the ground and the roots are getting stronger by, for, by taking nutrition and information like we are. And then one day, boom, the, the plant bamboo starts to grow out of the ground but because it took a while to set the roots. So all you have to do is just feed yourself, understand, read good quality information that's out there. Pick up three of my books. I've got books that are chock full of this. Uh, they're called Eat Right Now uh, with Chef Window. You can get them on my website. Um, full of information that's going to empower you to make better decisions when you shop. Know when to recognize something bad. And that way, little by little, you're developing your own data bank. Well, lots of good stuff there. Lots of good stuff on the YouTube channel. Lots of good stuff. Where else could you, you be found? You know, Wendell Fowler, Facebook, it's pretty active. I got about you know, 2,500 people on there and growing. And then um, yeah, go to my website, chefwendell.com. Basically, there's all kinds of links right there to all my videos. You can watch cooking videos. You can watch me give a speech at the Vogue. I did a TED Talk on your body as a satellite dish for the divine. And, and so it's a new way of looking at your life, new way of looking at food. I'm trying to teach the world how to eat all over again. And basically. you can pick up the books and you can find out more about this. And you'll also be able to start finding uh, these podcasts there as yeah. well. Yep. So uh, keep an eye out for those. We're going to be doing lots more of these. Glad that you could join us. I've got so much to say, and I know you've got a lot to say too. And I'm ready to explode. I, I was so excited about it. I see people changing. I'm so excited about that. I, I, I see good things coming down the road. I don't see doom and gloom anymore. I oh, see, no. I see a, 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 a bright future. I see the light that you talked about. You know, one last thing, folks is that when you do eat better, the light that, ran, that uh, Alan mentioned, your light that changes the world and shines and affects everybody around you will become brighter. And we need a lot of light in this world right now, my uh, friend. There, there's a lot of darkness, but there's, there's a lot of light too. So, yes, it is. And you can't hide your light under a bushel basket. No. Oh, good one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. So be mindful. Oh. Look for those opportunities for your light to shine oh. so you can live right now. That's right. Love talking to you, Alan. Thank you, buddy. We sincerely hope you like what you heard and you'll look for us on iTunes and Stitcher. Maybe even leave a comment for us and join us next time as we talk about ways that you can live right now.